Kumlan and Ablak Gemara. We are up to today. The Abchaf Aleph Amet Aleph. And the last thing we learned was a Machlekes between Rebbe and Chachamim. According to Rebbe, if the if there are two signatures that have to be verified on a star on a document, so according to Rebbe, each of the witnesses can testify about their own signature, but they need a second witness to join them uh, to be two witnesses per signature. According to Chachamim, that uh, both, if both witnesses testify that these are their signatures, it's sufficient. Gemara explains that the Pshat is, according to Rebbe, they're testifying about the signature, so you need two witnesses per signature. According to Chachamim, they're testifying about the event, the contents of, the, of this document, and therefore you have two witnesses regarding the documents. The signature is not really the signature, it's what, repre- what it represents. Gemara is asking uh, two lines on top of the page, Pshit. Isn't that obvious? How else can you explain their their machlekes? So you're going to say, you're right, but there's a, there's another way of learning that Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, Rabbi, wasn't sure if they were actually testifying about the money, the contents, or about the signatures. And therefore, Rabbi was to be machmer in each situation. And it briefly goes as follows. So Rabbi's machmer, you need two, two witnesses per signature. That's a chumrah of Rabbi. Why? Because... Perhaps, maybe, because Rebbe's in doubt, maybe they're testifying about the signatures, so you need two per, per signature. But also, could be they're testifying about the, 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 the contents, and therefore Rebbe's machmer again, how so? That if, let's say, two people, you, you, you have, let's say, um, Reuven and Shimon signed a document, Reuven finds an, uh, an ally to join him to, to verify his own signature, and then the other signature, the other aide died. So you need two witnesses on other signature. Can Reuven be one of those two witnesses as well about his friend's signature? Now, if, if they're actually talking about the contents, then we have a problem. Why is that? When the witnesses talk about themselves, why is that? Because when Reuven testifies about his own signature, if we learn the other way that they're testifying about the contents, then we don't need the second witness. Reuven is good enough because he's talking about, because he two witnesses for the full $100, so he's talking about half of that $100. So he's a half a witness, so he's a half of the group of witnesses for the tire star. Then when it comes to other signatures, the other person died, so then all you're really doing is verifying the signature. So Reuven will testify that this is my colleague's signature, plus another person. Comes out that Reuven is going to be authenticating 75% of the star. So even though Reuven has an ally regarding his signature, it, the second guy is totally unnecessary. If Reuven is testifying about the contents of the star, then Reuven is, is perfectly legitimate to testify about half the star. So he is 50% of the star. Then the other 50%, Reuven is going to testify about the signature. He'll be one of two ages, so it means he'll be half of that. That means a quarter. It means together it'll be 75%. That's too much. So maybe if, if Rebbe will be Machme, Reuven cannot testify about his colleague's signature, because maybe Reuven is testifying about the contents. That's what we would have thought, that Rebbe is not sure, and therefore he's Machme both ways. And that's why he says definitively, no, Rebbe holds that it's the signatures, and therefore Reuven can testify not only about his own signature together with somebody else, he can then testify about his friend's signature, Again, in total, he'll be only 50% of the star. And then the other two agents, the other 50%, which is good enough. Because this is a Pishne agent, each one should only be half. Says the Gemaria. What I just said is what the Gemaria, just what the said. Maybe the Rebbe wasn't convinced one way or another. They're testifying about the signatures of Al-Manish, or they're testifying about the contents of the star. But now, what's the difference? If he wasn't sure, he was sure. The difference would be, hey, for the Mishad Menayu, let's say Shimon, the other guy died. You'll need two people to come from the signature to testify that other your friend's signature. You need two strangers. And Ruvain, the, the first witness, cannot be that other person 
because it could be Reuven, could be we're testifying about the about of the star, by the contents of the star. So he will be 50% of the star. The fact that he has another witness with him is because the other guy is so totally superfluous. The in Cain, if so, Kanofik Nikhiri, but the minor comes out one quarter less of the full amount, number 75%, coming out based on one witness. The Rebbe Mifshit Pshitle Ben Lakula Ben Chumra comes to teach you that Rebbe is 100% whether it's Lakula, whether it's Chumra, you know, Marav, you know, the name Rav, Shnaim Hachasumin Alashtar. And um, the name of the two people assigned on the star, and one of them died. That we need two people in the street to uh, to uh, go ahead and to um, testify about the other person. This is a because Rabbanon hold they're testifying only on the contents. So Reuben is testifying about his signature, he's saying basically on the contents. So I know, but he's He's one of the two agents, so he's 50% of the star. And now the other person died, so you have to, they're only testifying on a signature because we don't know the contents. Then you'll need two witnesses. You cannot use Reuben as one of those witnesses for the very reason we just said. We don't want one guy to be 75% and one guy 25%. The zoo, Rebbe Lekula, here, Rebbe Lekula, because going to Rebbe, we're only testifying on the signatures. So going to Rebbe, because definitively testifying on the signatures, Rebbe holds that the first witness, Reuben, can testify on his own signature plus his partner's signature, and there'll be another age. With him for each signature. So, therefore, Reuben in total is only 50% of the star. What happens? You cannot find two witnesses to verify, authenticate the signatures. What do you do then? Right? So, let's say, let's say this guy who testifies about his own signature cannot find another person to join him. So, what do you do then? Well, you, let's say I recognize my partner's signature. But I need another aid, and I cannot find another aid. So what do you do? Omar Abayi says, this, the Ruve, the first aid, what he do is very clever. This is what he does. Uh, let him write his signature on a piece of clay. So he writes his signature, he tosses it into Bezin. So he's not giving any testimony whatsoever. He just throws it on a piece of clay in Bezin. Bezin looks at it and says, yeah. We, um, so the Bezin looks at this signature. And regarding his his own first signature, once he testifies by himself, he cannot testify by his friend. We only find one aid regarding his friend. We cannot find a second aid. So that what we do is he makes sure that the first aid, Ruben, is not testifying about himself. How does he do so? He signs his name on a piece of clay shard, throws it into Bezin. Bezin looks at it, recognizes they, they compare the two signatures. Ah, this is the same signature. So therefore, it's authentic. And then they can ask him, this is you wrote this thing on that clay shard. So you had you given you didn't give any testimony regarding the star. So now you're free. So the Bezin will establish the first aid is 100 percent from our from another star. And then you can now testify regarding your colleague's signature. So you're no longer, you are not the one who's extracting 75% or you know, certifying 75% of the star. testify about his own signature, but also the high. So now you're proving the first witness, she can join the other person, and you can testify regarding the other signature. Now, why on a clay shard, why not on a parchment? The Davka Chaspa, remember, all he's doing is a signature. Because we're very concerned. If you put your signature on a piece of paper with nothing on top of it, you just, what happens if it gets lost? Somebody else comes along, writes down whatever he wants on this thing. I owe $1,000 to Schmetal. And now he, and, and because his signature on the bottom, he'll be bound by it. It's a very dangerous thing. Therefore, we have to do a clay shard. And a clay shard, 
it's not acceptable as a star because things can be easily erased and taken off and on and, and nobody will ever know. So we cannot use that as a document. On a, on, on a parchment, you can tell if something was erased or somebody tampered with the writing there. But not on a parchment. Somebody might find it, who's not a good person. Because of a lay, might be right on it, whatever he wants. None. And we learned clearly in the mission. If somebody puts a signature and puts an IOU with a signature at the bottom, he can't later say, it's Bob Meister, because right there. If somebody produces an IOU with your signature on the bottom, I cannot use it to collect from property that you own sold, because how were they meant to know that you uh, had a loan? It's a very private thing. But you, you're your own. Uh, assets he can collect from because here's an IOU. Interesting is that Tracer brings here that the Rift Paskins said if, let's say, somebody produces an IOU document and you deny it, then obviously you're not believed because your signature is right here. But if you say, yes, I know, but I paid it. And uh, now, generally speaking, if you say you paid uh, a loan with a document, we would ask you back. If you paid it, why in the world is this document still in the lender's hand if you paid it? So we don't believe you. But in the case of an IOU, the fact that the document is still in the hand is not a problem. It's, uh, then why not? Because according to the RIF, when do we say it's a problem that you left the document if you're hurting your buyers, your purchasers? No, this is a proper document that the lender can go ahead and use if you run out of assets to your purchasers. It's not fair. So therefore, we say that's the chazaka that you would never leave the contract in another guy's hand. For an IOU, you don't care. You trust him. It's your own business. Therefore, therefore, it's not an argument. If I said I paid you, I would be believed. Tracer says he has no idea where the RIF made up this uh, Distinction that it, that the only time it's an argument of my boy, what you start doing in my hand is when you're impacting on the on other people. What about himself? It doesn't even, it doesn't make sense that you pay back somebody alone and you're going to let him continue holding on to the to that IOU. You're always going to ask him back for the IOU. Interesting argument. Anyway, further, Gemara says, um, sorry, we have a rule everywhere. Whenever it's a majority versus a minority, you follow the majority. Says he one of them. I would have thought halacha could be mechaved. I feel mechaved. There's another rule that says that be halacha like that be whatever he's opposed by his colleagues. So we would have thought even if a colleague <coughs> in plural kamashron that no, that doesn't work that way. And uh, <coughs> especially something that makes a lot of sense, we would have thought we should pass like Rebbe. We say we don't. Three different versions of uh, who's the one who said it. Was it a Hanania by was a Huna by Yehuda, or was it a Chia by Yehuda? Said to Rabbi Yehuda. We will actually say that, but who started? So you tell me that Lochel, like a Chamim, that what you you testifying about the contents of the star. There was a star in the Nochebedin that was once came out of a bezin. The Marshmol Shmuel of the Kosebe. This is what was written on the document. This is how we certified this document. We gave a Gishtamke. This is what we saw. Says the Medaosa Rab Onon Barchia. But Rab Onon Barchia came along. The acid achasimus yode. He testified regarding his own signature. The adachad ime plus the signature uh, of his colleague. 
So in other words, Ruvain, who, who signed, not only testified by his own signature, but also by his friend's signature. And he testified by his own signature. So in other words, what do we see from here? You need two witnesses per per signature, because not only did he testify by his own, he testified by his colleagues. So you need two witnesses per signature. And in this case of here, because each one at the end of the day, even according to Rebbe, you're talking about the signatures. I'm, I'm only part of my signature because I need my colleagues to testify and I'm part of his signature. So each of one of, each one of us is 50% good enough, but you need two per signature. According to Rechami, we don't. According to Rechami, you're testifying by the contents, not about the signature itself. So, so therefore we decided to certify it and we enforced it based on what it said the way we see it. So the question is, why would Shmuel, if Shmuel said he didn't need each each one of the witnesses to testify about his colleague's signature? What's going on here? Amale, he answered back, who started the Asmami? That star belonged, that particular star was a, a, an unusual instance. It was a star, a document from orphans who know nothing was going on. And Shmuel is very concerned when it comes to orphans, they have to go overboard to make sure that to protect them. He was worried that they end up, might be a dispute, and end up in a Bezna turn, a Bezna's making a mistake. And a Bezna didn't learn the Gemara, don't think that Allah maybe is like Rebbe. And they can rule, ah, you don't have two witnesses per signature, but throwing the, the, the document out and we're going to harm the Yusaymin. So therefore, to avoid that, he said, you know what, we're going to go an extra step and we're going to make sure there's two witnesses per signature so no Bezin will ever toss it out and the Yusaymin will be protected. It might be a Bezin out there who thinks that Allah like Rebbe, and they're going to think that Allah like Rebbe um, from Chaber, yeah. <clears throat> For whatever reason, that uh, in this case we're going to follow Rebbe even against his colleagues. You know what? I'm going to do an extra. I'm going to go the extra mile. I don't want the assignment to lose out. Again, I'm going to read some other some other things. When it comes to, let's say, um, you have a, a star that was signed by two witnesses, then it was brought to a court, and you have three Dayanim signing, yes, we approved this, uh, we tested, we tested the veracity of the Shtar, and yes, everything is 100% authentic, and then the guy, and then the borrower comes and challenges the whole, the entire Shtar, so we need to, to authenticate, again, the signatures, so um, according to Shmuel, that one of the witnesses there, and one of the Dayanim can testify, you have two, two Adim, it's a proper Shtar, <clears throat> it's, it's a proper Shtar, it's good enough, and they combine as two agents, says the Gemara Hakanabi. Wow, what a, what a beautiful thing this halach is. It helps out, makes it a lot easier for the lenders. We don't want to make life too difficult for lenders because they're going to stop lending money. Why are you praising this statement? It doesn't make sense. They can't combine two ages. They're saying two different things. The judge knows that the event happened. The judge knows that Ruben, all the judge is testifying is that his signature, that he verified the signatures. But the aide is testifying about the event, that the transaction took place. They're talking about two different things. What the dying is, is testifying, the, the witness is not. What the witness is testifying, the dying is not. They're talking about different things. right? The aide is talking about the event, the transaction, and the dying is talking about the signatures. How can you combine the two? Rami by Yecheskel. Rami by Yecheskel was Rabbi Huda's brother. Rabbi Huda's father was Yecheskel. There were two brothers. So when Rabbi by Yecheskel came, Omar, he said, Don't listen to the word my brother said. The name is Shmuel. Because he's wrong. You cannot combine the two witnesses.
says the Gemara, Ikloi Rabbenoi. So it won't happen that Rabbenoi met Achva de Rabchiyabarab, the brother of Chiyabarab. He once happened to be in the to sell sesame seeds. And while he was there, Omar, um, and he said the following, Omar Shmuel, this is what Shmuel said, Aid Vidayim is start for that. A witness and a judge can combine. It's amazing. In the middle of business, this is what they were doing, talking uh, lambdas. Omar Amemar, Amemar said, number of generations further. Omar Amemar, Amemar said, what a wonderful din that a judge makes life easier for the lender. Um, the Ravashi had the same discussion. Ravashi said, was the grandfather of um, Amemar. He said, because Avu Adimar, the father of your mother, praised um, praised this statement. At Nami Mekausli, therefore you feel bound that you also have to praise it. Kama Perkharava. Rav already repudiated it. doesn't make sense. They're talking about different things. You cannot combine them. This time the name of Rav. You have three judges that sat down to verify a star. Two of the judges recognize the signature straight away. And But one of the judges does not recognize the signature. So the question is, no, it has to be, we need witnesses to tell the, that third judge that this is the signature, right? It's like a normal court case. Can the two other judges, the two presiding judges who recognize the signature, become the witnesses to the third judge, to the lone judge, and say, hey, we recognize these, these signatures. Yes, they are correct. They are authentic. So the din is as follows. Actually, as long as they didn't sign, may eat in the fun of, they can testify because they haven't yet become judges and it doesn't, the wording yet hasn't been, you know, verified. The wording says that we all sat and we all recognize the signatures. But even though it's not true because they, they sat and they didn't all recognize the signatures, but nevertheless, because they haven't signed it yet, these words don't take effect. So it's not a lie yet. And they can go ahead and, and testify to the third judge that they recognize and then they can all sign. The once the two first two signed, and then they turn to the third judge and say, Yeah, yeah, we know it. They can no longer testify because it's 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 false, it's fraudulent. Because it starts with saying all three judges sat there, we recognize signatures, not true. Didn't happen until after they signed already. I know that at the time of their signature, it wasn't if it wasn't in the, all three didn't weren't aware. Um uh, further. Um, <clears throat> Forget about the sign. What about the writing? Didn't Papa say the name of the Rabbi? He said, Hi, Ashar to the diner. This is the certification documents from a bezin or the stamp of a bezin. The diner, the nicht, the mekame. If it was written, written before the nechavisade, before the, the witness came in and testified and saw their own signatures and made sure that they verified it, is Sula um, is possible. It looks like it's a lie because it says there in front of three people we sat there and this star came before us and uh, and 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 these two people testified before us. It's all written in the document. How can you write it? But it didn't happen yet. You didn't testify before the third judge yet. So therefore, the document is false. How can you tell me the judges after they you know what it called after it was written can testify? It's too late. 
No, this is what we're saying. Before the document was written, the two of the judges could turn to the third judge and say, yes, we know the signatures. And then they sit down and write the document. And now everything is, 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 is kosher v'yash. The chayse, once they wrote the document, before it was too late to testify before the other person, the chayse man signed. Shmamina class, we learned, we gleaned from here three dinim. Number one, shmamina. Aid Nasadayan. These two judges are going to become Aidim. They're going to testify about the signatures and then they're going to sit there and preside in that court case and they're going to be a judges. So an aid can't be a judge. That's number one. Number two. Rishmamino Dayonin Hamakirin Also, we know here that judges who recognize signatures, if the judges themselves recognize the signatures, they don't need witnesses to come in before those two judges and to say, yeah, we know the signatures. The judges themselves could be the ones who recognize. And the only one that, ha- that you need to testify before is the third judge. And the third thing we learn out, let's say all three judges don't recognize signatures, it's insufficient to have uh, witnesses come before two of the judges and then the third one will just follow along. You have to testify before every single judge. They all have to hear it. Because here we see two of them knew about it and yet they have to testify before the third judge. The question, I understand how you learn from here, I understand it's clear. But judges that recognize the signatures ain't seeking You don't need to testify before them. That's what you want to bring from the story here because the two judges, they don't have witnesses standing before them. Maybe you do have to, there has to be a testimony even while the two judges are, but they're the ones who are giving the, test, the testimony. Maybe all three judges are there and they're the ones who are testifying before the third judge. So therefore, it's good enough. Maybe you do need testimony by a court case, but you're having it here because these two judges are testifying before the third. And the third thing you said, as it follows from that, that you, you it also falls away. But the yon in they don't Maybe you don't need the shine of is different. The glow come I got the cloud. You know why you, um, you you have to over here since we need some kind of a goddess, so therefore we have to testify before the person. But if let's say you have two witnesses come off the street and testify before two judges, and we recognize signatures, maybe it's good enough, and a third judge could just follow the first two. Because you have Haggadah there, as long as in this in this matter, this commercial matter, we had a testimony being given, that's good enough. Who said that they'd be all front of all three? <clears throat> So therefore, the only thing that you prove from here is, ain't a, is that an aide can't be a judge. So you want on that very point, I also have a question. And Ababa sat there and repeated this whole thing about an aide can turn into a judge. And we had the first mission there. Three people, three judges were standing in the street at night. And they saw the new moon. Now, because of that night, if it's during the day, we have a rule like to Maria. Madach, if they if they heard from other people, it's good enough. If they themselves was great. But if they saw that night, at night you cannot give testimony. So therefore, they have to wait for the daytime. And now, once you have to wait the daytime, you need a testimony. They can't be the ones, they cannot be the ones who be aided and judges at the same time. So that's our question. You said aid Nasadayan, you said that the same people, people recognizing just can, can preside over the case. And here by Kiddush Achidus, we say that if they're the judges saw they cannot be the ones to testify in the morning. They need to find other judges. 
And they put three people that let's say the third person saw as well, but he won't just he won't testify. So they bring a few other judges there, they testify, then they can establish that's a new chaj. The one the other person can is not good enough, you need three judges. But the two judges who are going to testify cannot be from those three judges. If you're going to believe this concept that an aid and a dying can be one of the same. Um, why go through the why go through an elaborate way and get a few more judges? Let them sit in their place with the kacha and make and make kiddush a chaydish. No, let them testify and sit down and, and and based on their own testimony. On Malay, he said, So Rabbi Abba said to Rabbi Safra, I had the same question. When I asked it to Rabbi Shmuel, the son because over here that it's Mahatayda, Kiddush HaChaydish, and therefore we don't want the Eidna Dain to be one and the same. The whole idea of establishing a star is, 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 is the veracity of a star is only in Because remember, Mahatayda, every star is assumed that it's kosher, and like Rish Lakhir said, is a business if the Eidna is standing before us. It's only the Rabbanon team started, so that if the, the label that alleges that the star is fraudulent, it's all been stamped and everything else. Because on the Rabbanon will lead it. Now, why Taka can't, so Mahatoyda can't be, why Taka Mahatoyda can't aid be a dime? Because according to the Rajbam and Baba Basra, we learned it after Yudim Obeyed, Yudalot, is because it's an impossible, Amdu Shneha Noshim, that the two people should stand before the court and testify. So it's clear you have a Noshim, you have a dime, two different people. So it's like a Gzeir Zakasif. Toysus brings here in Babakama and other places that no, it's a logical thing. Because the, if, if I'm the Bezin, in order for Adam to be proper Adam, they have to be able to be discredited through Hazama. You got to give a date and the time so that others can say, hey, how can you say this test? How can you go stand there and, and uh, testify so-and-so when you weren't even there at the time? You're with us. But if the Dayanim are the Adam, they're going to make sure they'll never hear. Remember, when you go to court, the court, the judges have to accept the case. They'll never accept the case. So it's Adam Shiyatu Yochel Hazim. That's the logic um, in, in uh, why you say Ain Ain Nasadayim. Another big machlekes is when we say more makas davov and teisus and Rashi. When we say ain aid nasadayim, is that what's the definition of an aid? Is it the moment the aid saw, or is it when the aid actually testifies? Um, no, it's once the aid was testified, testified, then he cannot be a dime. But if he didn't testify, which you see right from Rabbi Yisraelish, the aid didn't. The, the third judge can sit there on the on the on, on the judges' benches because uh, he's not testifying, even though he saw the new moon as well. Others want to learn this is different. But uh, when you need aid, I'm made. I'm made. And it was getting Gemara. The Gemara continues further. Um, uh, let's say three people sat down to fulfill to to, uh, to verify a star. And then one of the judges were accused of uh, something something that will disqualify him from being a judge. He's actually Chosmo Kozman. They didn't sign yet. They can testify about the third judge. They're not in the gay but yet because they haven't signed anything. So they're, they're, their own reputation is not in question. And they can say, no, we know for a fact that this guy is legitimate. He's qualified. The Chosmo, then they can all sign. But Mr. Chosmo, once they signed, they can no longer testify that their colleague is a good guy because it's the gay to them. The testimony we're really about themselves, their own reputation. Why are you sitting on the court together with that person there? 
What kind of allegation are we talking about? If the coming along saying, hey, that third judge is a Ghana, he cannot be trusted. How can he sit there on the, on the judge's bench? If that's what they're saying, so what happens? Two people come into court and such an allegation has to be backed up. So the two witnesses come to court and say, that third judge is a Ghana. These other two judges say, no, he's not, before they sign. So why would they continue going as judges? It's two against two. We said two against two, you know, we leave things the way, um, we can't just go ahead with it. Today, with today news, two against two. And therefore, two against two, you don't become kosher. It's not good enough yet to become kosher. So how can you proceed and, and use that judge? What, so what if, he, if they, they testify before they sign? And if they were talking about it, they say, look, this person is not qualified. For example, he's an avid, he's a slave. He cannot, he's not qualified to be a judge. He's Gilmus Balmu. Then the, these two judges should be believed uh, even after they sign, and even though they're in a gay bedouble, because they're not, they're not giving really testimony. Only this Gilmus. Gilmus means that tomorrow everybody can find out. You can check it out. Is he an avid? He's not an avid. And we learned during Moribam is that Gilmus is not really Adis. A Gilmus is, 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 is not a question of Adis. It's just a revealing a fact that everybody knows anyway. So what's so Marushev, what's going on here? We're talking about an accusation of But what are these two judges saying? Why do we believe them and they can continue? They're not saying that he's not a Gazan. They're not disputing the first two words. You know what they're saying? Honey, these two remaining judges say, Yadin, and we know the other sugar. We know that he did sugar. And therefore he his testimony can be accepted. Okay, 